Good Wednesday afternoon to you. Bill Bunkley here, and uh, we are delighted to have you with us this afternoon. Anywhere around the country, Florida, right here in the Bay Area, Sarasota Brainton, here's our number to participate. And by the way, I love it when you call, especially like first-time callers, but the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And um, we've got a lot of things to talk about this afternoon, so if you are ready to be informed, we're ready to share some information with you. Special welcome to those of you that are tuning in uh, this afternoon uh, on The Biz, also on our answer stations and on our Faith Talk stations. Let's go ahead and just get a quick peek, if if I can, to uh, our markets this afternoon. And again, these are uh, could be preliminary numbers, but nonetheless... Um, the Dow has risen more than 100 points. Uh, there was a 190-point drop uh, as um, uh, Trump was uh, out uh, tweeting and talking again uh, because um, got a little bit of a reprieve because uh, Trump delays the auto tariffs uh, for now. But uh, those of you on the biz that are extremely interested, the Dow Jones Industrials uh, at the close uh, was up 115.9, closing at 25.648 and change. Uh, the S&P 500 up 16.55 points. Uh, that uh, is a close at 28.50.96. NASDAQ uh, 87.65 uh, on the plus side, the green side, closing out at 78.22.15. And so that gives you a, a little bit of an idea of what's happening there. So, um the Atlanta Fed uh, GDP forecast is sliding, and expectations for rate cuts are surging. So those of you who are looking to buy a house in the next few months uh, or refinancing, boy, might have a little bit more of a rate cut, and uh, certainly uh, you'd want to plan on that uh, while we have inflation in check. So that's uh, one of our business uh, market uh, updates uh, for the afternoon. We also uh, have a chance to uh, uh, know that the latest data is showing uh, slowing in the U.S. as well as the China economies as this trade war uh, continues to escalate. And remember that um, I think that uh, there's no doubt, and I am echoing others uh, on Wall Street, this is not original to me, that uh, from what I see, not only this president and some of his advisors like Larry Kudlow and others, I don't know of any other White House that has been so attuned to keeping a close eye on what the markets are doing, uh, be they up or down. And uh, I think that the Trump administration is very much keyed into having a robust economy by the time uh, people Uh, do their early voting next year, and, of course, the presidential election of November of of, uh, 2020. With that, uh, we'll have to continue to watch because there's going to be some bumps along the way. Well, on today's program, Russia did hack into Florida's election. We'll talk about that uh, during today's show. Also, Alabama governor is considering the toughest anti-abortion ban in the United States. Will that be signed or not? We'll talk about that. As I've uh, hinted before over the last three or four weeks, 
The Seminole Indian tribe has halted millions of dollars in gambling revenue payments to the state of Florida. We'll break that down for you today as well. And a question that some of you may know the answer to already, will Florida host the new Space Command? That decision has apparently been made with uh, who made the final cut. We'll talk about that today. Now, I want to tell you for a programming note, we were going to talk about a college student who uh, went to court to fight for his right to share Jesus Christ on his campus. Now, the reason why we're going to roll that over to tomorrow's show, um, ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom, is representing this young lad, and uh, we're going to have one of the lead attorneys on that case with us tomorrow live on the Bill Bunkley Show So uh, we'll hold off on that uh, for now. Reminding you that our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, we heard a lot over the last couple of years about uh, Russia, about hacking, about interfering with the election, possibly consorting with President Trump. And President Trump at one point was being discussed by the far-left cable news networks and the regular uh, network news uh, programs about possibly not only cohorting with the, the, the Russians, but maybe he was a spy. So after months and months and months and months and months, and the, the, the Mueller report shows that didn't happen and uh, threw in some about 10 instances where the big question is, uh, did Trump, um, obstruct justice or not. Uh, none of those 10 instances ever uh, amounted to any sort of interference with a government official, so we're talking about that. But here's the real story. Here's the real story. We know that Hillary Clinton's computers got hacked. The DNC got hacked. Uh, we, not, we know that Russia was playing games, trying to uh, get in the middle of all this. And now we have one of what should have been one of the legitimate stories. And uh, this one is um, an admission by our own governor, Ron DeSantis. Now, when I say an admission, he was just brief, as well as I know that Marco Rubio was briefed, and I'm sure by now Senator Rick Scott has been briefed as well. But um, when we talk about Russian hacking, real hacking, We're finding now that there are two out of the 67 counties in Florida where the Russians were successful in infiltrating their databases. Now, let that sink in for just a moment. Now, which two counties are they? We don't know, and it might be well past uh, my home going when it might be released under some future Freedom of Information Act, because the FBI um, has asked uh, Governor DeSantis not to disclose that. And I think there are probably legitimate reasons why we won't do that, but um, I think there's at least room for a little speculation, and the speculation is I would be surprised if I ever find out which two counties it is, I would not think that they were rural counties. I would think that uh, unless they just, you know, could not get into some of the larger county 
voting databases that um, uh, a couple of the two larger voting districts, and we know them as divided up by counties, they probably were the ones that uh, were infiltrated. Now, the governor did say that the FBI has confirmed that uh, those who got into our databases, that none of the results were altered by this sinister act. Um, they don't see where any inside um, massaging of any of the data on the voting uh, uh, basis on, on, on the voting rolls were were touched. And um, there's a situation here to where I hope that uh, since they have found out that hacking did occur, that the uh, opportunity to study exactly what happened, how it happened, and to get that information out not only to the other 67 counties or the 65 counties in Florida, uh, in addition to the two that were hacked, that we can do that to better figure it out. Um, And uh, the governor says he does not know exactly what the state knew at the time. The previous administration, which was the Scott administration, um, as well as the Federal Department of Law Enforcement, um, they say they did not have any of that information. Now, for those of you who know what a spear phishing email is, um, that's how, that's the, I guess that's one of the hacker's ways of getting in. Now, if someone is listening and you legitimately know what a spear phishing email is all about, you can imagine just by picturing the concept of spear phishing, going around, looking around, taking some jabs, trying to take uh, one of our fish uh, out of the ocean, that sort of gives you an idea. Um, but here we go. This is this is real work. I mean, this is real work that should have been disclosed to us far, far quicker than what it is in terms of the last few days. And uh, so anyway, and there's a little discussion whether it was two counties or one county that had an intrusion into uh, the actual uh, donor base. Now, I want to tell you, between the North Koreans... Between the Chinese, between the Russians, and between the Iranians, and who knows what other wildcat sort of entities that are out there, there is no doubt that uh, the future of not only these databases, but I want to tell you your database. And this is one time to remind you, like, if you have some of those passwords, like... um, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> or if there's nine, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, now is the time to really consider beefing up your ability to hold off um, hacking. And especially for those of you who are in more of your retirement years of life. And you have various ways where you're checking online your various investments, your 401ks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, We probably do not emphasize reminder enough that unlike 10, 15 years ago, wasn't such a big deal uh, that now it is a big deal. 
even down to the most irritating thing that I think is uh, on one of my top ten lists is if you're going to change your passwords on everything every six months. Now that is uh, that is a project or a chore to consider. So anyway, uh, keep an eye on that because we're going to be focused on that as well. Hey, I want to remind you that, uh, first of all, thank you because some of you had a chance to uh, step up yesterday and uh, join so many others here on our platform uh, to help uh, provide ultrasounds free of charge for women and young girls that are going into one of our Bay Area crisis pregnancy centers. And so once again, during the next segment, I'd like to challenge you, if you haven't had a chance to to stand with us, would you do that during the next uh, segment? $28, a one-time gift, will give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby. And by the way, 140 will do 5, 280 will do 10. Nine out of 10 women will choose life if they see the ultrasound and hear that baby's heartbeat. Call right now if you can join us during this next segment. Very important to me. You know, it's close to my heart. Number to call is 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. Always know that right now, go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. Click on the pre-born banner. Speaking of abortion... Alabama governor considers the toughest abortion ban in the land, and Vermont, wide open for abortions. We'll talk about that next. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true? Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online, preborn.org slash radio. Travel Cats has put together an incredible Mediterranean adventure just for you. Explore the same streets in Greece and Turkey the Apostle Paul walked as he spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or sail the Mediterranean surrounding the Greek islands in Turkey. These are the most sought-after journeys in the eastern Mediterranean. Book with Travel Cats at 352-277-7300 or go to TravelCats.com. That's 352-277-7300 or book today at TravelCats.com. That's cats with a K. TravelCats.com. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, the fate is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. It's not hard to know what you're thinking 
Bill Bunkley here. We're back on this Wednesday afternoon, and we have a phone line waiting for you at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, yesterday was a day that really tells the story not only about a divided nation, divided states, uh, but also tells us about a showdown that is looming on the horizon. And what I'm talking about is the deep divide across America that could not be more evident, could not be more compelling than competing headlines yesterday that uh, touted two different states' uh, agendas as it comes to abortion in America. One headline by the BBC stated, and I quote, Alabama passes bill banning abortion. And uh, I'll describe that bill in just a minute because it is the toughest abortion ban legislation I have seen. And the governor uh, will be considering whether that bill will be signed or not in Alabama. At the same time, yesterday, same day, CBN had a headline, quote, Vermont legislators vote for unrestricted abortion at any stage of pregnancy, close quote. Not only do the, the, those two bills represent one of the huge areas of disagreement that divides this nation, but both of these reflect the showdown that is going to eventually arrive on the doorsteps of the U.S. Supreme Court. One state is going for a total ban on abortions, while the other state would approve any abortion at any time leading up to the moment of birth. Suddenly, Roe versus Wade doesn't look like the so-called settled law anymore. Now you're going to hear the left scream that Roe versus Wade is settled law and it should not be touched. But let's face it. Roe versus Wade was a cooked up case by an activist judiciary that made its way to our Supreme Court and similar to the Dred Scott decision both sides, attorneys on both sides will tell you that the way this Roe versus Wade was manipulated and the way new constitutional law was written by the justices on the high court, this, this bill was one example of more that is a travesty to the reputation of our Supreme Court. But it's nothing new. It's nothing new. Human nature manipulating behind the scenes. Um, and it's happened on the right as well as the left. But I want to tell you that Roe versus Wade is a very poorly settled case that our Supreme Court took up. I remember one day, many, many, many years ago, the Supreme Court said slavery was okay. It's not. And that was reversed. But here we have a situation here where we have two bills. Let's talk a little bit about the Alabama bill. 
Now, in Alabama, they support a bill that basically will ban abortions. And uh, when you look at how narrowly this bill is written, um, it is going to be a bill that's going to be very, very controversial. Now, what I want to say is, is that a bill that is not going to be very open to things like rape and incest certainly is a, is a questionable bill. On the other side, you've got Vermont, where, uh, again, you can, you can do a partial birth abortion. That's where the baby is brought uh, somewhat down through the birth canal. And then the baby is um, exterminated. And that can happen just before the baby was going to be born. Now, here's the deal. And If you were listening yesterday when we had Matt Staver on with the Liberty Council, talking about uh, another bill, which was the H.R. 5 Equality Bill, that I hope you're communicating with members of both the House, even though it's going to pass Friday, I believe. The belief part is I think Friday is the day it will pass the House, and the fight's going to be in the Senate for us. But keep in mind that as we have these two states, these two polar opposite states, that when it comes to which state legislation is the one that gets appealed up to the Supreme Court, it has to be the state that has a very sound bill and a state that has very sound provisions in the bill. And remember that we need a 5-4 vote eventually, and this is probably a year or two down the road, but we need a 5-4 vote. Could be sooner, by the way. If the, I know the justices are not chomping at the bit to get a bill like this to decide Roe versus Wade. But uh, depending on how many states weigh in, it might be expedited on an emergency basis. But nonetheless, it has to be the right pro-life bill with the right provisions. And a bill that, remember that whatever bill it is, each of the nine justices ultimately have their thoughts about that. All the liberal judges are going to vote against it. And you know, we've seen some cracks in the so-called new right of the Supreme Court. We've seen some surprise decisions from those that we thought were supporting us on the right. And so keep in mind that if you send a very extreme abortion bill, let me tell you, uh, I'm a follower of uh, Jesus Christ. And, you know, as, as far as the Bible is concerned, we're basically talking about serious health issues as the exceptions. Rape and incest is horrible as it is, but the Bible was very clear that out of those situations, those babies that... Uh, deserve to be brought to term, whether they're adopted, whatever the proper course is, by family or others. We know of so many individuals that have had just a great testimony who were brought to this life in that way. Now, having said that, when we look at humans on the Supreme Court, going for the full biblical deal... Uh, I will tell you, will probably not fly even among the supporters of of pro-life in America. 
So we have to listen to the pro-life lawyers, especially those like Matt Staver who practice before the court. But believe me, the right, the right bill needs to go to the court that has the best chances of passing. So we'll keep an eye on that, on what is actually sent up. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 if you'd like to weigh in on the Alabama Vermont bill. This is your time to do it. Coming up, Seminole Tribe halts millions in gambling payments to the state. That and more in the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey is not saying whether she intends to sign a proposed strict abortion measure into law. Ivey says that she will review the legislation approved by lawmakers Tuesday night before announcing her decision. President Trump paid tribute to the nation's law enforcement today and remembered fallen police officers. On the West Lawn of the U.S. Capitol, the president attended the annual Peace Officers Memorial Service. He described the fallen officers as heroes of law enforcement. Two students suspected of shooting nine classmates, one fatally, in their Colorado charter school appeared in court today. They faced dozens of criminal charges that included murder and attempted murder. Prosecutors say both will be tried as adults. Retail sales slipped last month. Commerce Department said that sales dropped two-tenths percent in April. On Wall Street, the Dow finished up 116 points. This is SRN News. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare, and MediShare is a Christian health care sharing program been around for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $2 billion of each other's medical bills, so they could help share your needs too. And best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is around 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. There's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. There's no question you need omega-3s, but which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what he's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 1030 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris. 
pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570-910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Going to have a question for you to call in on in just a moment, but want to remind you that uh, this segment, especially if you're just joining us this afternoon on our Biz Station, on our Answer Stations, and of course on our Faith Talk Stations, hey, we're uh, we're issuing a little mini challenge this week in the Bill Bunkley Show, and that is during this segment, uh, I want to ask you: Have you considered? Uh, joining so many others uh, who have already in saving the life of an unborn baby whose mother is questioning whether she should go forth with an abortion or not. Right now, are partnering with the Preborn Ministry that a one-time tax-deductible gift of $28, and by the way, 100% of any contributions going to um, the issue of uh, providing free ultrasounds for women or young girls who are seeking to have an abortion. $28 is going to give a a free opportunity for a woman to see her baby and to hear the heartbeat. And um, we've had a lot of people who said, yeah, I'll do five, I'll do 10. And um, I want to tell you that uh, if you'll do five, that's a one-time gift of $140, which you can write off your taxes if you need that for those who uh, deduct uh, line item. And uh, 280 will do 10. And I keep saying this over and over because it's a life. Nine out of ten women who will see this ultrasound, hear that heartbeat, they'll decide for life. So who knows the seed that you're planting? Is it a future president? Is it a future uh, doctor who's going to be saving lives? Is it uh, a missionary to South America, to Africa? Uh, Is it a firefighter? Is it a special forces person? You never know with the, lay, with the lives that you are saving how God will use them in the future. So during this segment, hey, whatever, however the amount is, $28 per ultrasound, how many ultrasounds could you partner with the Bill Bunkley Show during this hour? That number is 833-850-BABY. Call with your contribution, 833-850-2229. Or go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, click on the preborn banner. It's right there on the landing page, and give securely online. Again, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Here's the question. Should Roe versus Wade be overturned? Do you think that Roe versus Wade is settled law? If you are pro-life, 
would you demand that the pro-life bill that goes to Congress, and I'm going to describe the Alabama bill in a moment where you can call in and we can hear your opinion. Do you feel strongly that a bill should go to the United States Supreme Court through the appellate process that basically has no restrictions, no restrictions at all, a bill that virtually all abortions would be illegal. It would make it Alabama one of the most pro-life states in the country. The only exception would be the woman's health is at serious risk. No exceptions for rape. No exceptions for incest. Or do you think, even if you believe biblically that all abortions are not in the will of God, per scripture, but would you accept rape and incest in your mind as notable exceptions to the bill that, on the pro-life side, that could challenge Roe versus Wade? What are your thoughts? 877-943-9673. The, divide, the nation is divided. Wouldn't be surprised if this show is divided in terms of our listeners on the issue, but We'll give you a chance to call in, and you can call in anonymous, 877-943-9673. Well, we know the Vermont bill would basically and simply allow abortions for any reason up until the time of birth. Let me review the Alabama law for just a moment. Emily Jones did a great review for CBN. The Alabama Senate, in fact, voted 25 to 6 to outlaw all abortions in the state yesterday. The bill, according to CBN, would make abortion at any stage of pregnancy a felony. A felony. Punishable up to 99 years or life in prison. Now, we're not talking about the woman or the young girl getting the abortion. We're talking about the abortion doctor or the provider. The bill's only exception... This is why it is so notable and so strong. The bill's only exception would be when a woman's health is at serious risk. Only ones that are going to be in deep hot water hot water are the abortion providers. Now, it passed yesterday. It's going to the desk of Alabama Governor Republican, Governor Kay Ivey. And she's going to have the last word. Now, supporters of the bill said it was designed to challenge the Supreme Court's ruling of Roe v. Wade, which legalized abortion in America. My very serious question is, is this bill with no exceptions, is this what we believe five members on the Supreme Court would embrace and would adopt to be the future law of the land? That is is a very huge question. According to Republican Clyde Chambliss, quote, human life has rights. Yes, that's true. And when someone takes those rights, that's when we as government have to step in. He's the Senate sponsor of the abortion ban. He goes on to say, the question for me, for us, is when is a person a person? Well, we make it very clear. In my mind, life begins at conception. (coughs) 
I don't embrace the word fetus. I embrace two words. That's an unborn baby. An unborn baby that very soon will have a heartbeat, very soon will have pain, very soon will be noticeably a child when modern science uses the latest technology in ultrasound uh, viewing. No doubt about it in my mind. Now, senators in Alabama voted down an amendment. There was an amendment to add uh, exceptions for rape and incest. Most every bill that I have ever worked on had exceptions for rape and incest. And those of us that are Bible believers know that that comes short of what we believe the Bible has to say about abortions. But given um, what's happening in those very, very difficult situations, and by the way, rape and incest, those numbers are very, very low numbers when it comes to uh, the entire pregnancies that are terminated by abortion. Uh, Should it be 100%? Sure, but we are living in a, a fallen world, and uh, I can tell you that all of our work over the last two decades in Tallahassee, all of it has been incremental because we've dealt with a very stifling right to privacy law in Florida that has been used to, in my opinion, anything the Florida Supreme Court, and it has been led by uh, the left in terms of the judges, anything the Florida Supreme Court could not find other clauses in our U.S. on our Florida Constitution to block, they always reverted back to Rover, uh, excuse me, to uh, right to privacy. So we've had to be very incremental, and yes, they have, they have, <laughs> they, the courts, have really slammed a lot of our legislation for life over the last two decades. And, of course, Alabama feels that they're setting up the case that would be the case for the, for the U.S. Supreme Court to consider. But um, I think what has happened is if the governor signs it, it's going to be found unconstitutional very quickly by the U.S. District Court. That's what Alabama wants because they want it to then be appealed, appealed up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And you're going to be hearing all sorts of the, what we call the parade of horribles about backstreet abortions with court hang, coat hangers. You're going to be hearing all sorts about uh, uh, arguments pro and against this in terms of the Holocaust. Uh, the bill is going to take um, effect in six months if it's not set aside by the courts. Because, uh, uh, you know, you can know that Planned Parenthood, those on the left, are going to be fighting this tooth and nail. And remember that we have Georgia and other states that have elected laws that ban abortion if a fetal heartbeat is detected. And, uh, folks, that's, that's six weeks after conception. So, again, which one do you think has a better chance of, rece- of receiving support by the now allegedly right-wing leading U.S. Supreme Court? Is it one with exceptions? Or is it a straight abortion ban only with serious health concerns for the mother? That is what you're going to be hearing about uh, a great deal 
uh, in the times to come. And so kind of keep that in mind because that is such um, – it's going to be such a – and it's going to be very much a dividing issue in America just because Roe versus Wade, we already see by that how much that was a dividing issue. And so as we go further, just understand that this is not going to settle even if Roe versus Wade were overturned. And what we're seeing is um, the, the Supreme Court may punt on the deal. And what I mean by that is they could overturn Roe versus Wade, and then they will come back and say this is a state's rights issue or it's a state's issue. Because uh, when that happens, that's going to throw it back and say each state can decide for their own. And in these two cases, Vermont would have an anything-goes state policy on abortions, whereas if you had an abortion in Alabama, very stiff consequences for those who um, have given you that uh, particular situation. And so... We could have a divided America where, quite frankly, if you wanted to live in a pro-life state because of your um, faith convictions, um, you might look to live in state state of Alabama. If you feel very strong about abortion rights, you, you may be so um, upset with Alabama, you'd, you'd go to live in Vermont or New York or Virginia and some of the other states that are passing these very aggressive, uh, in my estimation, horrific late-term abortions. And remember that Hillary Clinton is the one that basically opened a lot of this up in this new thinking because it was uh, when she was in uh, one of the debates with Donald Trump that Donald Trump stood for life and Hillary Clinton said, nope, I support abortions all the way and up to the moment of birth. Now, I happen to think that's one of the reasons that cost her the election. But again, that's up for subjection so again a little quiet out there and i know this is one of those touchy subjects if you want to call anonymous you can but if you want to weigh in 877-943-9673 if not we'll move on to seminole gambling in florida the state's going to be 350 million dollars light each year while they have no agreement i'll explain that in a moment phone lines are open 877-943-9673 don't go away i'll be right back What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true? Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229 or give online preborn.org slash radio. Across America, it's snoring season. Right now, 90 million Americans make this sound every night. 
Snoring can be caused by breathing through your mouth when you sleep. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Thankfully, there's mute, an ingenious Australian invention that could quiet the snoring season once and for all. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that sits inside the nose, supporting your airway and keeping it open while you sleep. You'll breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. In fact, in trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both a better night's sleep. Put snoring season to bed, America. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Why should you come to Salem Surround's digital marketing seminar this Thursday? The answer is your new kayak or shoes or new favorite restaurant. But for the sake of this conversation, we'll just say your new kayak. One day you were thinking about buying a kayak. You Googled up a couple options. Next thing you knew, every website you surf served you opportunities to investigate and buy the kayak of your dreams. And you bought a doozy. They delivered it right to your house. Why? Because digital marketing works, and it can work for your business. And with Salem Surround, digital is ridiculously cost-effective, producing amazing results by putting your product or service directly in front of customers ready to pull the trigger. Now, at our Salem Surround Digital Marketing Seminar this Thursday at our offices in Tampa, we'll show you how it all works. Come from 10 to 1 and learn how digital makes all the difference with Salem Surround. We'll even spring for lunch. Real lunch, not digital. Space is limited, so sign up today at letstalkfaith.com. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aqua Powder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aqua Powder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and Aqua Powder's is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders Vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673 to join the show. I want to remind you, as we're talking about the big question in America, and that is abortion, Right now, a one-time gift of $28 can provide an ultrasound. And, of course, uh, 140 would do 5 280 would do 10 Call right now and be part of the pro-life movement, grassroots style, 833-850-2229, 833-850-BABY, or go to our website and click on the banner, Preborn. 877-943-9673. Let's go right to the phones. Jason is calling in from Palmetto. Jason, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Yes, hi. I uh, I never call into these shows, but this is an important issue. I I support the Alabama uh, bill completely. You know, rape and incest are both wrong. I was always told that two wrongs don't make a right. You're right. 
and of course, do you think, and again, because um, of the uh, of what's going to happen when it gets to the Supreme Court, do you think the five justices would approve the Alabama law without rape or incest, or do you think if rape or incest were in one of these bills, um, at least all those uh, abortions that were not rape and incest, it'd be an incremental move? Do you think the Supreme Court would approve uh, the Alabama law? I don't think they would approve it, but that doesn't change the fact that it's murder. No, I totally agree. If we had one shot, and again, I'm I'm not taking all I'm saying is I'm just letting folks kind of share. If it and it probably is one shot. If we had one shot for the court to take up a case, and we had one state that had what about Alabama was doing in one state that had rape and incest. First of all, you heard me before the break. Um, I'm not a rape and incest person per se, but I have been pragmatic about it in terms of trying to get as much done and save as many babies as possible. Um, if there was a choice, um, it is, it is a taking of a life, but if there was a choice, could you ever get to a point of saying, I want to I at least save X amount of lives, even if I can't save rape and incest? Would you ever get to that point, or would you be uh, very supportive of just doing the Alabama law all the way through? Well, I would support the Alabama law all the way through, but I wouldn't be unhappy if they did something. Uh, say it again because you were kind of breaking up on your cell well, phone. I support the Alabama law all the way through, but I would not be unhappy if the Supreme Court did something. You know, uh, if they allow them to rape and incest as well, that certainly is better than nothing. But I, I suspect it is a state's rights issue. It was terrible law in the first place. They just, out of thin air, found a, a right. That That's not you're correct. So the whole thing is just, is, is, a, is a farce anyway. It belongs with each individual state, I I think that's where it's going to come down to. Jason, I want to try and get James in with a couple minutes left. But, Jason, hey, thank you for being a first-time caller. Please call again, and a little bit earlier in one of the segments, we can have more time to talk. But that was James in Palmetto. Let's go no, – excuse me, that was Jason in Palmetto. Please forgive me. Jason in Palmetto. Now let's go to James in Clearwater. James, you're on live with the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, Bill, appreciate it. Um, basically, I'm, I'm really confused that uh, nobody on our side, including you, has mentioned the fact that there's about 2 million people on list that are waiting to adopt. And the whole thing is, is the kid wanted? He lives. If he's not wanted, he dies. Well, they're wanted. And that, that part just doesn't seem to be uh, talked about at all. As far as the rape and incest goes, um, those people don't know that whole thing about Roe v. Wade was Norma Corby um, falsely claimed that she was raped and actually had the kid. Um, It was born, um, and she spent the rest of her life uh, trying to fight for the pre-born. I don't know if a lot of people knew that. Oh, yes. Let me me just uh, go back to your first issue. I have not mentioned the adoption aspect during this show, but uh, just for the record, uh, we were uh, foster parents, and I adopted out of the foster care system. So I assure you that I have not forgotten about uh, the homes that are ready to go for adoptions and people are standing by. And so I thank you so much for bringing that up, James, because it is part of the conversation. We will find homes, and more importantly, 
we have backup, as you know, James, that uh, a lot of our crisis pregnancy centers, if they bring it to term and the baby is adopted or if it's kept or kept by a family member, there's a lot of support services for all three. And so it's not just uh, finding out uh, whether it's a boy or a girl and hearing that heartbeat and having the baby. There's a lot of support out there. Uh, we got about 90 seconds. Uh, take about 30 or 40, and i give you the last word, James. Sure. Um, you know, I had a, a, a sister-in-law went all the way to China to adopt. Um, the whole thing about the ultrasound is, I think, really affecting people's hearts. And any Catholics that are out there, if you get a hold of your local Nice Columbus chapter, they've raised lots of money for these machines yes, and have a great have. success with them. Yes, they have. And uh, i tell you what, I really appreciate uh, my Catholic brethren that I work with in Tallahassee very committed to pro-life and the Knights of Columbus have been just absolutely astonishing. But, uh, Hey James, for this hour, we're out of time, but yes, thank you for reminding me and to remind my audience, Hey, we've got a lot of folks that are ready to adopt. And so if we can, you know, the Knights of Columbus also right now, $28 will provide an ultrasound, be part of the solution. First step, 833-850-2229. And let us do our part to help women see their children and hear those heartbeats will be changing some lives. Bill Bunkley show is going to be live in the second hour over on AM 570 and 910. I invite you to come over and we'll be talking about gambling in Florida, the Florida Seminole tribe halting their payments to the state and uh, reminding you where the bright futures money comes from. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. See you in the second hour. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? Well, first, lighten the load. Get in touch with Salem Surround. We take the mysteries of digital marketing off your shoulders and deliver customers so you can run your business. To compete in today's business world, you must utilize every digital marketing tool possible. But who has the time to research, learn, and access all the options? Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. It's easy, and there's no heavy lifting. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Ron DeRockster. President Trump's about to unveil his administration's plan for updating the U.S. immigration system. In a Thursday White House speech, the president will announce details of an immigration plan that has been overseen by his son-in-law and senior advisor. Jared Kushner previewed the plan to senators earlier this week. Republicans say the plan is designed to give their party a starting point for talks and a stance they can carry into next year's elections. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Meanwhile, Senator Lindsey Graham's proposing a bill to change the asylum loophole that Republicans say is being exploited by immigrants from Central America. Graham says his bill would stop the humanitarian crisis at the border. It would do that by mandating that asylum claims be processed at American consulates in the seeker's home country. His bill would also extend the time that a family with a child can be detained to 100 days up from the current 20. The shorter detention, another so-called 
pull factor that Graham and other Republicans say has been inducing some people to enter the country illegally. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. The White House's top lawyer is harshly criticizing a House probe into President Trump. In a letter to the House Judiciary Committee, counsel Pat Cipollone's rejecting the panel's sweeping document requests. He's suggesting Democrats are seeking a do-over of the special counsel's Russia probe and wonders whether the House investigation is a legitimate exercise of Congress's oversight authority. The panel's voted to hold Attorney General William Barr in contempt of Congress for refusing a subpoena to provide the special counsel's entire unredacted report. Cipollone says the White House will resist the panel's overbroad demands. Sagar Magani, Washington. President Trump attended the annual Peace Officers Memorial Service today on the West Lawn of the Capitol. The president paid tribute to nation's law enforcement officers and remembered the fallen police officers. News and analysis at townhall.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Facebook announced curbs on its streaming feature ahead of an online extremism summit in Paris that was called after the Christchurch mosque attacks. Both the summit in Paris today and Facebook's latest announcement have been triggered by the attacks on New Zealand mosques two months ago. Attacks which were streamed live by the gunman on Facebook. The social media giant, which came under fire for not responding firmly enough to the incident, said it was introducing a one-strike policy, which would see users temporarily banned from Facebook's live service if they flouted its most serious bans on content. The summit in Paris will call for governments and companies to work together to prevent social media platforms being used to share terrorist and violent extremist material. That is BBC correspondent Lucy Williamson reporting. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. U.S. retail sales slipped last month as Americans cut back their spending on clothes, appliances, and building materials. The Commerce Department says sales declined 0.2% in April after a big 1.7% jump in March. Sales also fell in February after increasing in January. The figures suggest that despite steady hiring and encouraging wage gains, Americans remain cautious in their spending. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting. Car sales fell 1.1% in April. Sales at electronics and appliances stores declined 1.3% and dropped two-tenths of 1% at clothing stores. On this date in 1940, DuPont began selling its nylon stockings nationally. And the original McDonald's restaurant was opened on this day in 1940 in San Bernardino, California by Richard and Maurice McDonald. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm Ron DeRockstra.
Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Bill Bunkley for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we are honored to have you with us this afternoon. And we greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, as you are living out yet another day of your sanctification, and for those of you who are just uh, getting familiar or searching who Jesus Christ is, or some of you that's been away for a while, the whole process of sanctification is not only us giving our life to Christ and finding new life in Him, but each day, We strive to let the Holy Spirit just flow through us. We strive to let the Bible speak to us. And all of that is for us to become more like Jesus each and every day of our journey along this pathway of life. And we've got some things to talk about today, but um, I wanted to begin this afternoon by taking a, a stepping back and taking a quick snapshot of America. Because just like that story about the two frogs that were on top of the stove, one frog was put in room temperature water, and then the heat was slowly turned up on that burner. And then you have the other frog, and we had a pot of water that was already boiling. And the frogs had two different reactions. The one frog was sitting in the water, and it felt pretty good just to be in water, so he just sat there. Well, the other frog got tossed into the the hot, boiling water, and that frog immediately jumped out. And for our purposes, nothing happened to the frog other than the fact that he recognized this is not my environment. Boom. He, He gets out. However, the other frog, because that temperature rises all so slow, he ends up not making it out of the cup in the end because he never realized things were changing around him. That is the story of America. And that is the story of so many other countries and generations throughout all human history. You know... One of the great things about the Bible is that it is truly God's guidebook for living. If you have never read the Bible through, and I don't mean speed reading, I'm going to tell you what, you get the most glorious amount of blessing when you read for comprehension, when you read looking for verses 
that can apply to your life right now, right here, this moment. And as I share with my Sunday morning Bible fellowship class that I teach, uh, Faithful Servants at Ottawa Baptist Church, you know, I'm always talking about as I pray before I begin to share the word and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to our class, I always pray that there would be nuggets, nuggets of truth that would fall on every class member's heart, that then they take those nuggets and apply them to the next steps in their sanctification that week. Because everybody's different. We're all on different levels. Some are on the milk. Some are on solid food. That is certainly something you can research if you're just coming to know what this life with Christ is all about. So here we have America that has certainly changed since I grew up in the 50s, 60s, 70s. The not only Roe versus Wade, the sexual revolution, as we are now in 2019, we are so far removed from so many of those heroes that are dying out from World War II and Vietnam, Korea, etc. But, you know, there are many similarities that God has left us from ancient Israel in comparison to that nation and the nation that we find ourselves in today, that, by the way, we are so blessed to have been here, though some of those blessings are receding, our founding fathers who were here, uh, it'd be hard to make the case today that today America is a Christian nation, but there is no doubt during the founding of America, the war with the British, And when representatives were finally sent to put together our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and uh, beginnings of government, this was a Christian nation founded on Christian principles, which you can find right now, today, in the 66 books of the Bible. And if you will yield your pride, if you will yield never letting anyone tell you what to do, but if you'll let the Lord Jesus tenderize your heart and speak to you and let him lead you into the changes that will make you very successful from a biblical point of view um, the sky is the limit so what I want to share is I was reading in the book of 2nd Kings now remember that after the creation Man and female were formed, and Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, and they were tossed out of the garden. And then we had death that entered into our existence, as well as the elements of sin. We have Satan and and his imps and demons that are still very much disrupting things today, as they have all through history. And uh, first we had uh, the priests, um, Jewish priests, who were the um, enforcers and those that would point out the law as it was laid down, the dietary law, the things that God was giving us for successful living. Then the priests weren't enough. The people uh, demanded a king. So it wasn't in God's plan to give them a king, but you know these people are rebellious, so we'll give them kings. And then we get into some of the historical accounts of the Old Testament, and we find out how corrupt and how so many of the kings in succession, some 
did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Some did not. And keep in mind, there's always consequences. If we will act in a sinful nation, there'll be consequences against the against that sin. And consequences don't always immediately follow rebelliousness, pride, or etc. And not only sin affects individuals, it, it, it affects nations in how they decide to follow or not follow Jesus. And so as we talk about these topics every day, I want to share a little bit and see if this scripture gives us any warnings about what we're doing in America today. Now, remember that when we talk about Orthodox Christians, and I mean folks that really believe that all Scripture is inspired, all Scripture is to be followed, there's not any kind of, um, you know, uh, going through a buffet line. If you don't like a particular, particular instruction, we're going to take it out. You know, if you want to murder and say that uh, God's not against murder, you can, but, you know, at your own peril. So listen to this when a young king, and remember, just like we're in the generations we are today, uh, so many in our younger generations, let me tell you, it might shock some of the older folks that are listening today. We take it for granted that everybody knows what's in the Bible and what the Bible is about, but we have millions in newer generations who've never been exposed to that. When the Bible was taken out of school, when prayer was taken out of school, many of you don't even realize how um, illiterate so many Americans are today, younger Americans. And we have to, we have to tell them, as the older generations, we have to tell them if they will listen, many of them will not, about the truth handed down generation to generation. So let me just for a moment or two, let me just share some scripture with you. And I want you to think about America. Could America be substituted in some of this scripture? Uh, if you have your Bibles, you can go to 2 Kings 22. 2 Kings 22, I'm going to take it up in verse 1. Josiah was eight years old when he became king. Just think about that. Eight-year-old kid becomes king. And his kingdom, he reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. Now, some kings only made it two to four years. And God allowed orchestrated change. But not Josiah. Long term, 31 years. His mother's name was Jediah, daughter of Adiah. And she was from Bozkath. Key phrase here, because if you read about the kings and you read First or Second Kings, you'll recognize this particular passage. He, Josiah, did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and followed completely, completely the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. Now let me ask you a question. Substitute your name in there. Tom, Bill, Debbie, Jane. Tom did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and followed completely, think about that, completely the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. Could that, is that your testimony? Is that what 
the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob would say of you? Is that what Jesus would say of you? Is that what the Holy Spirit would say of you? So here we have a, a young man who is rejecting all of the um, Azura poles, all of the stuff that is pagan worship. Verse 3, in the 18th year of his reign, so now he's 21 years of age. No, eight, eight, uh, 26. Eight years he became king, 18th year of his reign. Now he's 26. King Josiah sent a secretary, Shapen, son of Azalea, son of Mesula, to the temple of the Lord. He said, go up to Hilkiah the high priest and have him get money ready that has been brought into the temple of the Lord, which the doorkeepers have collected from the people. Have them entrusted to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple. Have these men pay workers to repair the temple of the Lord carpenters, builders, masons, and also have them purchase timber. And by the way, verse 7, you do not need to ask them to account for the money. They are entrusted. Now, Hilkiah, the high priest, and this is what I wanted to share. Hilkiah, the high priest, said to Shaphan, the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. He gave it to Shaphan, who read it. Then Shapan, the secretary, went to the king and reported to him, quote, Your officials have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord and have entrusted it to the workers and supervisors of the temple. Then Shapan, the secretary, informed the king, Hilkiah the priest, gave me a book. And Shapan read it in the presence of the king. Now keep in mind, this is Old Testament. The temple was run over by pagan worship. God wasn't worshipped. The, the book of the law was somewhere back inside the temple there at Jerusalem, dust in the back room. They found it. And they brought it out for this young king to know what God has entrusted, his inspired word in sections of the Old Testament. And I want you to think about where America is today. Have we forgotten our roots? Have we forgotten the Lord? Are we that frog in that pan of water and don't really realize since it's been so incremental of the things that we are doing outside of word of God? Are we in a position of jeopardizing any blessing to this country by God who a lot of the country doesn't even acknowledge exists? When the king heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his robes. Tearing your robes was an acknowledgement before God about an awful, awful act against him. He gave these orders to Hilkiah the priest, Anakin son of Shapan, Abkor son of Micaiah, Shapan the secretary, and Isaiah the king's attendant. Verse 13, go and inquire of the Lord for me. And for the people and for all Judah about what is written in this book that has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that burns against us because those who have gone before us have not obeyed the words of this book. They have not acted in accordance with all that is written there concerning us. Now that will get your attention. Could it be said 
that America, that God's is the Lord God and his anger. Could it be burning against America because those who have gone before you and I and those that are set to lead the nation in the years ahead, they have not obeyed the words of this book. They've taken God out of so many areas. They've not acted with all that's written. And then I'm going to skip. We've got to take a break. The prophetess. Yes, a woman prophet, Hadua, she had this word, verse 13. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Tell the man who sent you to me, this is what the Lord says. I'm going to bring disaster on this place and its people, according to everything written in the king, in the book the king of Judah read. Because they have forsaken me and burned incest to other gods and aroused my anger by all the idols their hands have made, my anger will burn against them this place and will not be quenched. Tell the king of Judah, who sent you to, to inquire of the Lord, this is what the Lord of God says, Lord God of Israel says concerning the words you have heard. Listen very carefully. Because your heart was responsive. And you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I have spoken against this place and people, that they would become a curse and be laid waste. And because you tore your robes and wept in my presence, I have also heard you, declares the Lord. Therefore, I will gather you to your ancestors, and you will be buried in peace. Your eyes will not see all the disaster I'm going to bring on this place. So they took her answer back to the king. I just want to just say before we take our first break, I believe that God has withheld his hand of judgment on this nation. I believe because of the remnant that's here believing in him. But, In all of what we see in America today, and now we've got a law, H.R. 5, that basically would eliminate Americans' freedom to worship their God, be it uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, of Jacob, or other faiths, religions, that we need to be praying for our country and we need to be more active, I believe, just like our caller from earlier today talking about the fact that, uh, you know, abortion is wrong, murder is wrong. What it is is what it is. We should oppose it, support Alabama. I just thought I'd mention that um, if you believe that God is who he is, and if you believe that his truth reigns supreme, and how he looks at one nation is the same way he's going to look at another nation. We see already how he looked at Israel, and Israel would later be uh, taken over by the Babylonians, sent to the whole exile. We need to be praying for America and realize that at some point in time, we can't continue to, those in America, just thumbing their nose at God. I believe one day there will be consequences whether it's tomorrow, 10 years, 50 years, 100 years, I don't know. But your thoughts, 877-943-9673. That's 
943-9673. Uh, I want to remind you that you have an opportunity to join us during the next segment while we are live on the Bill Bunkley Show to take part and join me. Join those on the show that are asking you to be a part of the preborn donor campaign. $28 will provide an ultrasound for a mom, excuse me, for a woman or a young girl. How many ultrasounds could you perform that you could, excuse me, how many ultrasounds could you provide during the next segment? Call me right now, 833-850-2229. We have our operator standing by. Give us a call, 833-850-BABY. Would you provide some ultrasounds? Also, you can go to letstalkfaith.com, preborn banner. More on gambling in Florida and the Seminoles next to Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. The first time you use Mute can be quite an experience. (laughs) I can breathe. I can breathe. Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. (laughs) Thanks to Mute, you get all the air you need through your nose and not your mouth which means less snoring and more chance of sleep. Oh, that's the best night I've had in years. In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To find your local store or for more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Representative Rashida Tlaib, Democrat of Michigan, has delivered some of the most ignorant and incoherent statements ever made about the Israeli-Palestinian dispute. She claims that the reemergence of the Jewish state was in the name of trying to create a safe haven for Jews, and then adds, and I love the fact that it was my ancestors, Palestinians, that provided that right. Of course, this ignores the genocidal riots by Palestinians that killed thousands of Jewish civilians in the 1920s and 30s. Palestinians never provided a safe haven for Jews, but in fact supported Nazis and encouraged the Holocaust while doing their level best to shut all routes of escape from Hitler's inferno. What's most striking about Representative Taleb's indefensible anti-Semitic gibberish isn't its malevolence, but rather its breathtaking stupidity. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree. Apply by June 15th for fall classes. I was trying to win his love and affection, and I wasn't recognizing love and affection for what it was. And I was um, trying to win, at times, him over to my opinion, my thought process. Kimberly Wagner on Focus on the Family Minute. And then when I didn't see that coming to fruition, I would in some way punish him or demean him, emasculate him, which I think is very common today. 
But there were times when, because we are different, his weaknesses, whether it was personality differences, I would see them as weaknesses. And that would tend to cause me to have a superior attitude toward him. And I really, Jim, I really think one of the greatest foundational building blocks for marriage is speaking to one another in honesty with humility. You can hear more from Kimberly at FamilyMinute.org. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at Bill Bunkley, we're back, 877-943-9673, and uh, hope you will consider what I was sharing during the last segment um, about, you know, they say history repeats itself, and so uh, I think it's time for us to really pay attention to the nation of Israel, because I think that uh, today, what we do or what we don't do uh, has a lot to say about the future of America, and I know that some see America uh, in the whole end-time scenario in the book of Revelation. I, I'm not in that camp uh, because it says that all nations will rise up in opposition. So, you know, some things are going to be changing in America between now and um, the seven-year horrible, horrible. Well, three and a half years of false security. Well, we're going to have to, those that are here, I believe that the church is raptured out ahead of time. I respect you if you don't believe that. Uh, there's pre, uh, there's during and in post-tribulation. But uh, that whole seven years, um, America is, I don't believe, is in the scriptures when we talk about mostly the European and the Middle East nations. So, um, as I say every day on my commentary, something to think about. It is uh, time to make sure that we're not individually or corporately or in our country. We who believe uh, in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we are not just that frog in the pan of hot water with the temperature being turned up a tad, that we start praying about this and ask the Lord to show us, show us what's happening in America. Well, hey, a quick uh, public service this afternoon. Now, do not miss getting to church tonight. And I know that uh, Mike Miracle, our producer, works out and runs so much that he won't mind doing this. But if you're in your car and uh, you know where the closest Publix is, well, I want to tell you that between now and 7 o'clock, I don't know if you know this, but today is National Chocolate Chip Day. So I don't know if you knew that. Yes, sirree, today is Chocolate Chip Day. And guess what? Publix... Between now and 7 p.m., Publix is celebrating with free cookies. That's right, free samples, and apparently they have a famous chocolate chip cookie. 
I'm not going to go in detail. You have to go by and find out. But um, because of honor this day that uh, uh, you go to Publix and they're ready to share some fun facts about their cookies. But, again, it's today. Uh, started at 4 o'clock. Goes all the way to 7 p.m. So if you're at a stoplight and uh, look over and see you got a Publix right there, hey, pull on in, hop in, head to the bakery, head to the bakery, and pick up your chips. I know Mike is going to do that as soon as he can on the way home. Well, I'd like to remind you, uh, first of all, how many believe in Scripture that basically says that uh, we are not to use God's resources for any form of gambling? Now, some folks, even some Christian folks, believe, hey, I give, I give the Lord 10% of my money, and I give gifts on top of that, so I am complying with the Lord. Well, yes and no. You're complying, but the problem is you don't own the 90% or the 85% or the 70 depending on what you give over and above a 10% tithe. Newsflash, if you're an Orthodox Christian and believe in what the Scripture has to say, you owe, you own none of it. That's why oftentimes, three or four times a year, where we we never ask for money for ourselves here at Salem Media, but we're always going to stand up a few times a year for some very important, necessary ministries. And sometimes I'll say, hey, ask the Lord if this is how he would have you use his money, whether it's a tithe or a gift or, or whatever. Because let's face it, what I have in my bank account, what I have in my home, it's not mine. It's not Mrs. Bunkley's, it's not Zach's. It, it, it's the Lord's. So, first of all, here's the dilemma. I don't think that the Lord would have any of us, and this is going to be the ouch moment. It doesn't matter where you do something big or do something small. Now, certainly I'm not going to have any major issue with somebody buying a lottery ticket. But first of all, if you're buying a lottery ticket a week and you have those quote-unquote numbers, whether they're birthdays, anniversary dates, or whatever numbers you do all the time, just remember that in the state of Florida, if, if the lottery, if that's all the lottery was going to take in, you wouldn't have a lottery. Because keep in mind that lottery depends on a bunch of poor people and some of the poorest zip codes around the state who will take their blue-collar wages on a Friday afternoon when they cash that check, sometimes even cash in the check at high percentage rates to have the money to blow half their check on scratch-off tickets or the lottery. That's where you get the, the big money in the lottery, off the backs of the poor people. Let me also say that uh, since the deal with the Seminole Tribe, Seminole Tribe has been given some exclusive rights to certain gambling ploys. And the original compact with the Seminole Tribe was a payout of $350 million a year to the state of Florida. That compact, that part of the compact went out of existence a few years ago. And uh, remember that I told you during the session they were trying to do a quick deal with the Seminoles at the end of the session. It didn't come together. 
Governor DeSantis had some questions, and so the state uh, of Florida, more particularly the governor, received written notice yesterday from the Seminoles that they are halting their $350 million annual casino payment to the state. Now, they're in negotiations. In fact, they uh, the Seminoles are unhappy about some games that they believe should have been protected that some uh, paramutual sites are doing down in South Florida. Uh, and the state has been trying to sweeten up the deal with the Seminoles to give them rights to sports betting in Florida. Particularly because you were wise enough as a state to vote for approval last November, the amendment that says no more expansion of gambling in Florida. You, you don't want to look like, uh, you know, Colorado, don't want to look like Las Vegas, don't want to look like places where there's slot machines in every Wawa, you know, every convenience store. Because I'm telling you what, that's the way it is in many states. So anyway, at least the uh, legislature was smart enough not to include that $350 million annual payment in this year's budget. If they come to an agreement and payments begin again, then that is money on top of what the state of Florida has budgeted out. But let me just uh, remind you of one thing. The Bright Futures Scholarship. Very popular. But have you ever done any research about where a good share of the Bright Future Scholarship comes from. Comes from the money the poor people lost with what they what they do in buying lottery tickets and scratch offs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. In fact, I have known some very dedicated Christians who could have used the money from the Bright Futures Scholarship, and they refused it. Because they knew it came in from money lost to gamblers in the state of Florida. And they felt, knowing that that violates scripture, that they were not going to educate their children from those funds. So anyway, we'll watch and see what's going to happen here. And of course, the two avenues left, except if someone comes along and puts a particular gambling uh, scheme on the ballot for you to approve, and you approve it sometime in the future. Um, What to be praying about is uh, not only the existing lottery, and again, I'm just so over the lottery. They target, they advertise. I mean, go through some of the poorest areas wherever you want to go, and you won't see a lot of uh, lottery signs until you get in some very poor zip codes and right around a convenience store. And then look at the proliferation of those signs. It is so wrong. But anyway, give you something to pray about, especially since uh, college is around the corner. You're registering. And uh, know the temptation is there to take the Bright Futures money. But do know, haven't been many, but do know some folks have rejected it. So we'll see what happens. But state of Florida, $350 million, uh, divide that by 12. That money's not coming in after May 31st. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Going to take a break. When we come back, hopes for 
the new Space Command. Right here in Florida. Got some news on that. Not good news. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. And by the way, get those calls in. Put your name on some of those ultrasounds. 10 ultrasounds, 280, one-time gift, tax deductible. Nine out of ten of those girls, according to Saul Pitchin, will probably choose life, and that will be credited to you. 833-850-2229. 833-850-BABY. I'll be right back. The broken side begins to heal. And grace returns with guilty W-262-CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey says she wants to thoroughly review the final version of an abortion bill passed in the state Senate yesterday. Her signature would create the nation's strictest abortion law, outlawing nearly all abortions and punishing providers with life in prison should the Supreme Court overturn Roe v. Wade. Anwar Gargash, the United Arab Emirates Minister of State Foreign Affairs, says the coalition will, quote, retaliate hard over attacks on civilian targets after the Yemen rebels drone attack on a Saudi pipeline. The uh, comment came during uh, speaking with journalists in Dubai today. And California fire investigators this afternoon say Pacific Gas and Electric Power Lines caused the wildfire that killed 185,000 people last year. Uh, the correction killed 85 people last year. This is SRN News. In the last seven years, Autoglass America has paid out over $2 million buying back damaged windshields. Some people think this is too good to be true, but just ask any of Autoglass America's over 70,000 customers. If your windshield is chipped or cracked, call us. We'll buy it back. No gimmicks, no hassle, no fuss, no muss. Just cash in your pocket with a brand new windshield. Autoglass America at 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked, we buy it back. Period. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true? Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229 or give online preborn.org slash radio. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and on top of it all, run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. 
You need results and just aren't getting them on your own. Salem Surround will get you results. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Using every digital marketing tool possible is a necessity to compete in today's business world. But you have to know about all the options. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and most importantly, revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And that's Luke 21, 24. We go there that when Jerusalem is back in the hands of Jewish people, the blinders will start coming off. That's when the time of the Gentile is being fulfilled. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. <laughs> Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, many of you are going to be heading out to worship tonight. And what a beautiful night it is here on this Wednesday afternoon. And so in addition to me turning you on to those free chocolate chips at Publix, let me ask you a question. Wouldn't this be a great day? And uh, I guess you've discerned by now how important it is to me that we can have an opportunity, sort of sort of a new way to, of doing it, that right now, for just a few moments on the phone, even if it's just one ultrasound or even a half of an ultrasound, whatever you can do, isn't it just amazing that we have a ministry, Preborn, that's put together an opportunity for me to simply ask you, would you pay for some ultrasounds? Because our local crisis pregnancy centers, they don't want to make this something that is a burden to uh, any woman or any young girl who is contemplating this big decision on an unplanned pregnancy and whether to have an abortion or not. 
And as I said a moment ago, and I didn't say that because I was going to say this, but it is true that uh, on a Wednesday where we're going get, to get a chance to refocus on God and have some prayer time with him, wouldn't this be the best opportunity to take a moment or two and say, you know what, I, I, I want to I speak for some of these ultrasounds. $28 an ultrasound. You know, some of you, if you could do half an ultrasound, do what you can. But I also want to implore you that uh, there are some folks listening who could do so much more. That money's not going to come to this station. 100% of the ultrasounds that you give to have happen, that money's going to go directly to the ultrasounds. And you can write it off if you uh, do line item deductions. It, it is tax deductible. So you do the math. How many ultrasounds could you do times 28 per ultrasound? That's what I'm asking you to consider on this Wednesday afternoon. Here's that telephone number again, 833-850-2229. Why are you mentioning it three or four times an hour? Well, because you know the battle that's on the forefront, on the headlines every day. It's about abortion. And I'm giving you an opportunity to be a part of this Stand for Life. Again, give us a call. 833-850-2229, and you can email us, excuse me, you can go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, click on the pre-born banner. Well, to wrap up our show today, you know how much my heart is in the element of space travel. Grew up with it, being born and raised here in Tampa, space launches across the bay, across the peninsula. Being there uh, in the press pool for one of the, the last uh, shuttle flights and plan to be there when SpaceX uh, takes our three next astronauts up to the space station. We'll be there, God willing, when we go back to the moon. Well, I'm saddened to report that um, the United States Air Force has made the decision that uh, the Sunshine State is not going to be home to the new command called Space Force. There was a final cut. There was a final short list for the locations. And um, we don't know why we weren't on the final list. But I can tell you that um, Colorado, Alabama, and California uh, made the short list for the U.S. Air Force. And um, I've got some thoughts, and that is we have... Two major commands right here in Tampa, United States Special Operations Command and U.S. Uh, Central Command. And by the way, Lord Jesus, please give them wisdom. Please give them protection as things are heating up in the Middle East, which is the area of their jurisdiction to protect this country and our interest around the world. Be with them as our residents right here are very much involved what's happening not only in Israel, uh, but also happening Saudi Arabia, Yemen, and uh, the tenseness that's going on with Iran right now. Also be with um, um, our command down in South Florida, Southern Command, as uh, they are dealing with uh, what's happening in terms of Venezuela. They will be on the front lines of the plans if we do embargoes to Cuba and Russia uh, as it concerns uh, Venezuela. 
So we have some very important commands. And, Father, I just pray that you would be with them, give them wisdom, give them direction. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Now, my thoughts are, uh, those are three of the major commands. If Florida were to see Space Command come to Cape Canaveral, Cape Kennedy, and I still very much want it to come. But nonetheless, as you think about it, we already have three important commands, and they're not very far apart. Now, certainly our geographical area is not as uh, important as, say, Washington, D.C., with all of the elements of the federal government there, including the Pentagon. We see already from the attacks on 9-11 that both the uh, civilian leadership, but more as important, uh, the Pentagon was targeted. And, of course, I believe the last jet that came down over Pennsylvania, I believe, was heading back to the White House. Wouldn't have made it. They were getting ready to fire on it at the moment that uh, the uh, civilians on the plane uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice, according to history, to bring it down. But uh, I'm just wondering out loud if the close proximity is not far from Tampa. You got space, you got um, central operations, and uh, you have central command and special operations, and then you got. You'd have Space Command just, just across the peninsula and Southern Command down in South uh, East Florida, not too far away. I just wonder if the Air Force and those to be the planners just said, you know, uh, putting yet another very crucial uh, command right here in Florida, maybe that's not the best place to put it to um, fight off our adversaries. So, anyway, we're not going to get it. I'm very disappointed. And... Um, We'll have to see whether it's California, Alabama, uh, or in in, uh, in uh, Colorado. I got to tell you, I would be very, very surprised, given our situation with our current president and with California. I'd be very surprised if California uh, ended up being the finalist. But we will wait and see. Also, I want to wait and see if somebody's going to have to pry loose. What was the reason that the Space Command headquarters didn't make it to Florida? And I'm not going to be surprised if they share for the very reasons that I had been talking about on this show. Well, it's Wednesday, which means that it is your opportunity to take a time out from whatever is happening during your week. And if your place of worship has a Wednesday night service and they are followers of the book, I would wholeheartedly suggest you stop in tonight or plan on stopping in because this whole life of sanctification, becoming more like Jesus, it's not a compartment. You don't turn it on, you don't turn it off. It's something that is a 24-7 commitment, and I want to tell you, I just enjoy a refresh on a Wednesday. Well, on behalf of all of us at Salem Media and Mike Miracle, The Bill Bunkley Show, and yours truly, Thanks for being with us. Look forward to being with you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. And make that call, 833-850-2229. How many ultrasounds can you take? Till tomorrow, God bless you. We'll see you then.